and ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Christopher Scott Rudder. This is an introduction for a lot of people because there's so many new viewers that are coming on and listeners of the podcast. We're coming on every month now, uh, especially since we're getting ready to get back on the YouTube channel. That happens next week, uh, as well as a couple of others. We have a platform that's going to allow us to stream the four or five channels at the same time live, and then the recordings be distributed from there. So it's going to gain us a lot more listeners or, or watchers or viewers. And I want all of the new listeners and viewers to be able to know exactly what it is that they should be expecting from telling you like it is news, what you're going to hear from me. And, um, you know, you're already on the website, so I don't need to show you. I don't need to tell you how to find it, right? <laughs> You're already here, but let's go ahead and start off with what it is that we're going to talk about a lot on this show and the tenets of what it is that we believe in uh, from one episode to the next. You're always going to find a consistent messaging whenever it comes to all of these things I'm about to listen to. I believe very much in liberty and freedom. A lot of people think those are the same thing, and they aren't. I think they're two entirely different things. I believe liberty comes with a price. And that price has been paid for by hundreds of thousands of Americans. Our brothers, our uncles, our fathers, our grandfathers, our sisters, our aunts, grandmothers have all given their life to liberty because Regardless of what it is that I believe about you personally, if you're an American, I will have your back and I will fight for your liberty. Your liberty is basically, you know, we could choose a career. We could take a vacation. We could go shopping. We can have a cookout. All the things that we take for granted to pursue happiness, to stop in the morning, to have a Starbucks before we stop at McDonald's and have an egg McFuck me at before we go into work and clock in and talk before we even put in the first minute's work to our friends and neighbors and our bosses and, you know, all this other stuff. The ability to be able to do that is what we call liberty, and that liberty has come with a price, and it has since the founding of this country and leading up to it, but mainly uh, since 1776. It's all the things that we think of as the American way, you know, like apple pie and baseball and, uh, you know, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and sitting on Santa Claus's lap and the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. Uh, this uh, video is actually coming out the day of the Super Bowl, just a couple hours before kickoff. This will actually be this weekend's show as the unveiling of the website introduction video for all of the new watchers and listeners out there. We really do appreciate anybody who watches the show live. Uh, and we also love everybody who watches the show on replay, which is about where 90% of the plays come from. I don't expect anybody to watch my show as it happens. That's It's ego egotistical enough to sit here and think that, you know, my thoughts are interesting enough that I should put them together and try to talk to everybody about them. Uh, but at the same time, freedom, however... Uh, that comes much differently. Freedom is my ability to walk out the front door, do what I want, without anyone's permission, how I want, when I want. 
if I want to take tomorrow off, I can take tomorrow off, fill up the car with gas, drive to Indianapolis, drive to Louisville, St. Louis, drive, you know, just drive wherever, go to the Smoky Mountains and see a waterfall with my wife, whatever the case is. I don't need anyone's permission to do it. Now, rules and regulations of work are that you should at least let them know. Okay, cool. That's fine. But, you know, I'm not asking your fucking permission to do it. Same thing with filling up my car and taking a little trip and going across state lines. The opportunity to, you know, show out in public and try to show off everything that you possibly can from what you stand for and your belief in what the country itself stands for, America. Um, the pursuit of happiness, liberty and freedom, uh, the Bill of Rights, all of the things that go with that. <clears throat> but I believe that these are the bad guys. Anytime that either one of these gentlemen are actually in the news, that's Klaus Schwab, the um, chairman of the World Economic Forum. They have yearly meetings in Davos, Switzerland, uh, heads of state, heads of corporations, uh, the chief of the FBI, the head of the CIA, the head of the uh, NSA has gone to these uh, yearly Davos meetings. And Bill Gates, who in the past five years, everybody knows he's like has a huge inheritance to give away and he's not going to give it to his kids. Everybody knows that story. But actually, in the past eight years, he's given away twenty nine point four four seven billion dollars to organizations like the World Economic Forum, to the United Nations or the U.N., or to the WHO, which is the World Health Organization. You'll hear me refer to them as the WHO. He's funded them. He also, in just the last two years, gave over $300 million to CBC, CBS, uh, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, Fox, and... Uh, you know, whenever the guy writes your paycheck, you're not really going to say a whole lot bad about them. That's the reason you don't see Klaus Schwab. You don't see a whole lot of bad stuff about, about Bill Gates, even though he's all over the world. He's one of the most feared and considered to be treacherous people on the face of the planet. Anytime he makes a trip to Africa, all of those people are like, he's going to kill us again because he does over and over again testing vaccines that he says the world must submit to, so that way we don't have a pandemic. And, uh, you know, of course, you got Joe Biden, you have Bush, you have Mitch McConnell, you also have the Obamas and the Clintons all together. That's a uh, crime family syndicate that has been in United States politics um, since the 80s. If your local politicians are actually linked to these guys, if they're linked to anybody that has been to the World Economic Forum meetings, to Davos, to the Young Leaders Development Group, or if they've gone to the UN meetings uh, where they talk about stakeholder um, reputation and stakeholder responsibility. And what they mean by stakeholder, the stakeholder economy, as Klaus Schwab has written about, is a book he put out in 2016. The stakeholder uh, responsibility is that the companies are to set laws, to set policies, to set up their own areas and control the workers. So that way, 
each sector of life gets taken care of. You have who you're building it for, who's built it, and who's living off of the scraps. That's the way they see the world population is supposed to be set up. These are the same people that said you will own nothing and you will like it. And in the future, you will eat bugs instead of meat for protein. If they have anything to do with this group, with the Davos meeting, and there's also the Club of Rome, there's also the Bohemian Grove group that uh, meets as well. All of these different groups actually do meet. There's press clippings. They're out in the open now. Ever since um, Alex Jones was actually the first person to uh, represent that or to actually show that on, on film whenever he snuck into that. And that's what we would call the New World Order. And whenever somebody says the New World Order, they think, oh, Jesus, we got to put on the tinfoil hats. Here comes the bullshit. This is just the shorthand form that goes all the way back to 1992, whenever George Bush made the famous speech. The first time it was mentioned, put together in a phrase by a global leader, the New World Order. Any of the people from uh, the WEF, like I said, any of the unelected officials who make policy to which your government abides by, that's all part of what we call the New World Order, where you have unelected elites or uh, an oligarchical system or uh, oligarch uh, society uh, where it's just the rich and the powerful telling all the ne'er-do-wells, all the taxpayers, basically, that, you know, you'll get the scraps and you'll like it. Uh, basically, that's what we refer to as the New World Order. And whenever I speak about that on this channel, I don't want people to automatically roll their eyes and tune away because they think I'm talking about space cadet shit. This is just a condensed title of all of these people collectively, including George Soros and uh, Trudeau in Canada and his right-hand woman, uh, Freiland, uh, whose grandfather was a Nazi, Klaus Schwab's uh, uh, grandfather was also a Nazi. He designed bombs, and Klaus Schwab uh, got cut his teeth, so to speak. Uh, the first time he was a CEO was for the company that built the ICBMs in South Africa. They had six of them, five of them worked, and Klaus Schwab sold, uh, sold them all the materials and the parts and the plans to build those uh, devices. That's the reason they're an enemy of the world. They're always looking to reverse what reality is re and turn it back on you so that way you feel like you've done something wrong or whatever the case is. And uh, what they do is they um, turn everything inside out or backwards. Disinformation, false misleading information deliberately spread. Two years ago, whenever I told everybody not to take the shot because they don't know what the side effects are, the sample pool is way too small and it's way too soon. It takes like seven to 10 years to get a vaccine uh, FDA approved and here they are pushing it out in five or six months. Misinfor uh, whenever I said that, it was called disinformation. Now they're saying it on every news channel that um, you know they didn't do enough research and side effects are starting to be seen then there's misinformation the false and misleading information that's inadvertently spread like you're just repeating what somebody said you're not an expert you didn't do your own research you're just repeating what somebody else said you probably heard it from the internet more than likely it's one of those guys uh then there's malinformation information with a, a basis in reality spread specifically to cause harm 
Now that's what they said about me, about taking the vaccine. They took me down off of Facebook. They took me down off of Twitter, off of YouTube. Uh, that's the result of this relaunching is a big deal. And we're putting a, a video together for it. But uh, they took us off of all the platforms. And now all the Twitter files have come out where the FBI and the CIA and the uh, Department of Homeland Security got with Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and other uh, news organizations like the Post and the Times in New York got together with them and told them, you know, whenever this Hunter Biden laptop story comes out, don't let it spread. Don't let anybody repeat it. Don't even let them ask questions because it's Russian disinformation. And since then, it's been proven that that was actually the lie the whole time. Whenever Trump would just say fake news, fake news, fake news, and then go on about the press conference. He was saying it for a reason. He knew it was a lie. He knew that they were putting it together. And now all this information is coming out. I don't want anybody to run away with their hair on fire right now whenever they hear this, if this is the first time that you're hearing it. Whenever you hear something from me, it is going to be backed up with facts. It's going to be backed up with articles. It's going to be backed up with the video clips of the people in question saying exactly what I'm saying they're saying while they say it. That's the way I present the news here on this channel. And then, uh, you know, it, the reason it's such a big deal to look at independent news channels, I'm not owned by anybody. I'm not required to have a certain point of view. I look at everything with a, a few simple questions. Basically, who's the powerful person who's getting the money at the end of the line is what's most important. If you trace everything backwards from there, you can figure out exactly how it's done. But back in the 80s, in my father's and grandfather's time, there were over 50 news organizations. They knew that if they read the newspaper, the morning or the evening newspaper, and they watched either the morning or the evening news, and they saw the story on the same article from those two different sources, they were pretty well-rounded. They had just gotten all the information. Now, six companies control 90% of the media that gets consumed on a daily basis in the United States. Six companies. GE, the News Corp, which owns Fox and the Wall Street Journal. Disney, Viacom, which owns MTV and CMT and Paramount. Time Warner, CBS, which also owns Showtime and NFL.com and 60 Minutes. Those six companies, they represent approximately 90% of the news consumption in the United States. Now, all of these companies were also on the list that was donated to over $300 million by um, Bill Gates. The elites, the mainstream media, and the military-industrial comp uh, complex are all collaborating to get what they want and to get what be benefits them, whether it's a tax cut or a tax break or there's no taxes on uh, the products that you're selling or the profit that you made. And in the meantime, you can treat your employees like shit from these guys right here. While they up there on the Capitol, whether it's the House or the Senate side of the, of con, of, of the House there, um, they're both from the same aisle, whether it's the right or the left. And if they both work for the same aisle, they're working for these organizations here. They're working for big tech. They're working for all the military companies that continue to pr produce weapons, armament, and ammunition. And all of that equipment needs to be supplied by a war so that equipment gets blown up so they have to remake 
And that also gives them the ability and to get funding to take those weapons that we already have and make them better. And these groups right here, the United Nations, the CDC, that's Anthony Fauci uh, right there. Uh, anything he's involved in, including the World Health Organization, if the politician local to you or at the state level, your congressman, especially your senator and your governor, if they're in any way, shape or form connected to the to anybody who's connected directly to these groups, they are the criminals. They are the ones who for the past three years talked to us like we we're fucking 10 years old. They told us that we were um, unnecessary. Unessential was the word they said, but. Yeah, we don't need you. Just go home and just take this check. They proved to us that they could actually do universal income for the bottom third of the country. And then they talked to us like morons about how you have to wash your hands and how you have to wear this mask and stand six feet apart. And then quickly science came out, current science and even old science that had been on the books for quite some time. But Dr. Fauci himself said that this, this information is useless. A cloth mask is useless. The standing of six feet away, that has nothing to do with anything. It has to do with the fact that there's air, air flow, air direction, all of this other stuff. And they gladly then forced us to take the shot after all that shit didn't work. And we lost a lot of good people in the military who resigned because of the mandate. We lost a lot of good people in a lot of different union jobs who walked away from their jobs because of the mandate for the shot. Luckily, there are states in the United States that um, have voted into legislation the ability to circumvent the shot with medical exemption. And the medical exemption can be based on a lot of different things. Uh, but if you have that form properly filled out, there's quite a few states that will allow you to get away from the mandate, which is still in place. It's still in place at many place at many places that are union operated. The bigger the company or the more woke the HR department actually is, uh, the, the shots are still very much alive, even with all this information coming out to take it. Now, here's the funny thing. At some places, you're required to wear a mask if you're unvaccinated. Uh, okay, whatever. That's That was the CDC rule from like two years ago. That's been gone for a long time. Anyways, you have to wear the mask uh, because you're unvaccinated. And uh, you're required to get that updated every six months. But everybody around you who got the shot to get in, they haven't been required to take all the boosters. Not one. Not a single one has even received an email to get it. But I, at some places, you still have to wear a mask uh, regardless. Now, that in, in America, I believe that there are those who will tell the truth and get in trouble and those who defend the lie and get rewarded for it. And there's actually a very specific point in history that this, uh, this actually happened uh, whenever Edward Snowden, Snowden uh, was um, called a traitor. And he um, basically defended the Fourth Amendment, Amendment. For those of you who do not know, the Fourth Amendment is your right to privacy. The government cannot monitor 
you inside the walls of your house or invade your privacy at work or when you're on the road in your car, your phone calls, any of that stuff. They're not supposed to be able to do any of that without a warrant. Ed Snowden found out that they actually did it. He worked with the National Security Administration. He was one of the people who did the listening. And then he started looking like, you know, do all these people really have warrants? I'm listening to, I'm listening to a PTA mom talk to someone from the church or whatever the case is. He blew the whistle on it, and he warns that your phone call info is being recorded. Your privacy is being violated without probable cause or wanted, uh, warrant. He defends America. He defends the Fourth Amendment. He gets accused of treason. He's now in hiding in Russia. James Clapper is a traitor for lying about the breaking of the Fourth Amendment. He said he denied uh, before Congress that your phone call info is not being recorded. Your privacy is not being violated. It is being done only with probable cause or warrant. All found to be completely true. Hundreds of cases found that he was actually lying about it. He's the traitor to the country for breaking the Fourth Amendment or for violating it. And he got rewarded. He's a still he's still a free man. He's in Washington, D.C. He's in a think tank and he get, is a consultant who makes over a million uh, and a half dollars a year while Al Snowden hides in, uh, or I'm sorry, Ed Snowden hides in seclusion in Russia. He's being protected by the Russians for defending the Fourth Amendment. Low, uh, small news all around the country, whether it's website, there's a lot of small, you know, like neighborhood newspapers, things like that. They're waking up to the fact that mainstream media for a long time gaslit and even, is even now changing history to where the, what they're saying happened back then isn't actually what happened back then. There's a lot of reports that are coming out about that. You'll hear me sh uh, share those on the show. Also, um, you know, telling you like it is, we'll find out and show show it to you since the actual news won't. The crazy thing about this, what I say in almost every single episode is, if this is the first time you're hearing about it, why are you hearing about it from a redneck who lives in southern Indiana who's probably taking a shot of a fireball or a drink of Bud Light while he's telling you this news? Why is, why is this guy the first person you're hearing it from? Mm hmm There's other channels that have this news. They'll report it in a different way. There's Russell Brand. There's the Jimmy Dore Show. Of course, there's Alex Jones. There's uh, Levin. There's Dan Bongiorno. There's tons and tons of radio hosts. Most of them identify as conservative. That's the one difference between them and, and me. I'm non-denominational whenever it comes to political satire or beating of the drum, if you will. I don't give a shit if it's a Republican or if it's a Democrat. If they need to be made fun of, I'll make fun of them. If they've lied, I'll tell you that they lied. If they're playing with the other politician, I'll tell you why, uh, what bargaining chip is being used at this point in time. I try to show you everything in proof. I give you the articles, like I said, I show you the videos of the people saying what I'm saying that they said back then or yesterday or whatever the case is. Most of the th clips that I show you, most of the people I show you are going to be on a global scale or what we call the NWO, also the conspiracies that are actually attached to that. And it all will be true. 
That's the crazy thing. My track record for the past two years on the show is unbelievable. The only thing that I, I don't take it back because I said it, it is what it is. I thought for sure that the NWO or the misguided Biden, uh, Biden administration, along with the CDC and FDA, would go ahead and lock everybody down back in October, November. They talked about the tridemic. They tried to, to beat the drum or tune up the band. And nobody really fell for it. The vaccine didn't go on an uptick. It didn't shoot up. All of a sudden, people didn't start getting boosters. It was just like people are tired of hearing this. There's a mental exhaustion that comes with hearing about this. And that's the reason I won't stop telling you about the side effects that they never told you were the case, but I told you about 18 months ago. That's why I'll never stop talking about in last November, I told you that the Russian and Ukraine war was going to be set off and the United States was probably going to be at fault because they were going to bait Russia. And in February, it started. And then I told you the tanks will start moving uh, later at this date because then the ice melts and then the ground is too soft for the tanks to operate. So they have to wait till it freezes up again in October or November. And then you'll see all of that movement, which you saw. You saw city after city after city get destroyed in the Ukraine. And I predicted it all a year ago. And have continued to tell things that are different than what you're being shown on the mainstream media. So that's what you're going to see with this show. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to have my personality. It's going to have my take on things. If you dig it, that's great. I love it. Most everything that you see will have just a little picture of me. The picture isn't about me and hand gestures I make or any anything like that. You'll hear me light up a cigarette. You'll hear me take a drink of a beer or drink a fireball, whatever the case is. And, but uh, at the end of the day, you can best fucking believe I'm going to tell you the truth. Independence and freedom are often mistaken to be the same thing. I think they're two different things. Independence is your ability to chase a dream, to do what you want, as long as you pay the right fees, follow the right rules, follow the right guidelines, allow yourself to have oversight. Freedom is the ability to walk out the door, wake up in the morning, and do what you want, when you want, how you want to. And that's what this show is about. We're going to be talking about what we want to talk about, how we want to fucking talk about it. I'm going to bring you the truth. I'm going to bring you facts. I'm going to bring you data. Some of it may rub you the wrong way. Some of it may be something you don't even want to hear about. But you can best believe I'm going to tell you the fucking truth about it. I'm going to tell you like it is. This is your host, Christopher Scott Rudder.